This week on The Outlaw Lawyer, Josh and Joe remote in to discuss the law and how it affects everything around us. We have Josh in studio, also Cassandra, looking forward to that. And as always, Josh and Joe tackle burning legal questions such as, are Skittles unfit for human consumption? And what did South Carolina attorney Alex Murdaugh just get charged with now? And when big business sue each other, why is it always in the state of Delaware? That's all coming up on The Outlaw Lawyer. And now, Outlaw Lawyer. Welcome into The Outlaw Lawyers. Josh Whitaker and Joe Hamer, managing partners, Whitaker and Hamer Law Firm, practicing attorneys here in North Carolina. Offices conveniently located, Raleigh, Garner, Clayton, Goldsboro, Fuquay, Verena, and Gastonia, you know we talk legalese each and every week here on the program. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. We have guests in studio. We have Joe Remote. We have Josh here. So it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to get into these different discussion points. But you're going to have a legal situation possibly that you're facing. You've got questions. You can always call and get answers. 800-659-1186. That's 800-659-1186. Leave your contact info. Briefly what the call's about. And an attorney with Whitaker and Hamer will be in touch. And you can always email your questions to the program. We love answering them on the air for future programs questions at theoutlawlawyer.com and check out the website theoutlawlawyer.com josh i hand it over to you and you have a special guest in studio morgan we do we've got uh miss cassandra nicholas with us today again we're always happy to have her here uh she's in studio with me cassandra it's nice to have you thank you happy to be here it's always nice. Uh, I think it's always nice for our listeners to hear someone besides me and uh, and me and Joseph. And uh, but Joseph is here too. He re- he's remoting in. He's not in studio with us. Joseph, can you hear us? Hey, I can hear you guys. You sound really, really good. And I'm sad not to be there looking <laughs> at your faces, but I am looking at my computer screen and uh, the wall. So everything's going pretty good here. Well, I'm gonna have to apologize, guys. I'm in a I'm in a bad mood today. Pretty bad mood. Can I ask why? I went home yesterday, and uh, yeah, the house has, uh, we got two AC units, two air conditioning units. It's very hot. We're recording this in the middle of July, and uh, I went upstairs, and it was about 80 degrees in my in my bedroom, so I had one AC unit kind of on the fritz, and I was like, oh, that's disappointing, you know, but we, we still got the other, the other side of the house was cool, and about five hours later, that one went out, so I have, I have both AC units at my house. Cha-ching. Not working, right? <laughs> I've always said that uh, air conditioning is a crutch for the weak. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was. So. It's a hard sleep in the you know in the eighty degrees, and you can set up fans. You can do a lot of stuff. I try to pretend like I'm camping, right? Because when you go camping in the summer, you're going to be a little yeah. warm. Uh, still, not not very good sleep. Our uh, our fantastic uh, AC guy, our HVAC guy, will be out today, and hopefully, we'll. We'll get a good sleep tonight, but I, I felt like I needed to warn everybody ahead of time that that's that's what I'm dealing with. You know, I'll, I'll be honest with you, man. It seems your your energy, your mood seems about the same <laughs> as it usually is to me, man. Yeah, I don't really yeah, notice don't... much of a difference. <laughs> I uh, I was reading about uh, you know they got the heat wave uh, happening in the in the in the UK. They've got a big heat wave, and you know most of them they they, they don't a lot of them don't have central air right because they're used to trying to keep their houses warm, not necessarily keep them cool. So I, I saw a stat. It was like five percent of the houses in in the UK have central air, um, and there I, I don't know what the temperature is over there. It just sounded like it was really really hot. Yeah, in Spain it's 5%. been like one hundred and five. They've had eleven hundred deaths. It's been really bad. 
So you know, my eleven hundred deaths from heat, Josh. Mm-hmm. I wasn't worried about you. <laughs> now like, I'm, like I'm not in I'm my concerned. I'm not in my peak physical shape here either. You know, as a younger man, I could have handled it better. But you're going to be getting your exercise at night, <laughs> sleeping in ninety two degree heat, sweating it out. So that's going to be good, man. But uh, it, it reminded me. You know, my wife is a Western New Yorker, and we go up to Western New York. We always are there in the summertime, and I'm always there during a heat wave. And a lot of people, it's changing up there, but a lot of people. Uh, don't have central air the closer you get to the Canadian border. Um, so this is this is what that reminds me of, you know. The house I grew up in that my sister still lives in doesn't have central air. We'd have one window unit in the living room. We'd hang, like, quilts on the doors to keep the cold air in that one room, and you stay in there as much as you can in the summer. And for our listeners, where are you originally from? North Dakota. North Dakota. What's the What's the summers like in North Dakota? I mean, they're short, but they're really hot. There was, when I was in college. Fine, really hot. Give me some temperature ranges. I mean, it's over 100 at least a few days every summer. Ah, And one day when I was in college, it was the hottest place on earth for one day. (laughs) It hit 126 degrees, real temperature. What? I got home to my apartment, which also didn't have central air, (laughs) and the paint had peeled off all the walls and was like, in rolls on the floor. Oh my God, that's it was terrible. terrible. Yeah. Yeah. You were complaining about eighty Josh degrees, of Josh. One hundred and twenty-six in the Dakotas. Yeah, just one day. It was fine. <laughs> yeah. you, oh, you know, just sit in an oven for one day. It's okay. I tell you what, I I don't. I think I saw a meme or something at one point. But you know, this is the time of the year where if you're going to have an event or something and it doesn't have AC, like, don't invite me. Right? Just don't. I don't want to be there. <laughs> don't. I think that meme for you, Josh, would just be don't don't invite me to your. <laughs> you know what? If you've got AC, don't invite me to. You your know what? This event. screams though. This screams if there are uh, you know young people out there looking for careers. HVAC. Yeah, yeah don't don't sleep trade. don't sleep on the trades first of all. But but yeah, don't sleep on the HVAC man. Those people are they're awesome lifesavers. Yes, mm-hmm. like legit uh, lifesavers. But anyway, that now you guys know where I'm coming from. So if I speak to you and I sound a little angrier uh, or I come at you the wrong way, you got to give me the benefit of the doubt today. But we do have legal stuff to talk about. As always, we have legal stuff to talk about. Uh, not one of our big segments, but the uh, the Elon Musk Twitter. Uh, deal potential deal has apparently fallen apart, and uh, there's a that, that's a big story. That's like the most you know when I when I usually look at legal news before we come and sit in the studio, that's the one that comes up the most. Um, and I thought maybe for our listeners, the most interesting part of that right now is that everything's happening in in Delaware, um, and you see this a lot when big companies uh, sue each other. A lot of them are incorporated in Delaware, or at least one will be, um, and so Delaware, a very small state. Uh, compared to New York or California or Texas, has a lot of business litigation. And so that's being litigated in Delaware. I think that was one of our intro questions. But, uh, Cassandra, we see that a lot. Yeah, they have very business-friendly laws in Delaware, so a lot of businesses choose to incorporate there. However, I haven't been really following the Twitter Elon stuff as closely as I have been his personal drama, which is way more exciting. (laughs) He's got secret twins. Yeah, yeah, that came out. Yeah, and he's uh, I saw him in Greece with his shirt off. Yeah. yeah, and he's got that he's got a body type that you really strive for. <laughs> it's funny when he's the uh, richest man on earth body type. When yeah, yeah, when you these famous people or these real rich people, uh if you get a picture of them with their shirt off, that's big money, I think, right? Even if like I don't think there's a lot of people uh clamoring to see Elon without his shirt on, but yeah, if that's Yeah, you're if you're kids, if you're listening, 
and you don't want to be a tradesman, then uh, next next on your list should be shirtless pictures of billionaires. <laughs> that's your, that's I mean, he's going to get Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos's body sculpting team has done a great job. So if Elon can hire them, yeah. Bezos, Bezos, I read. I don't know if it was. I didn't. I didn't research or anything. But I heard he was trapped on his yacht in like Germany or something. There's like he's stuck. There's a bridge that he can't get through. Yeah, and they won't he take was it. Paying them to remove it, and they said no. Yeah, so he's just. <laughs> Stuck on his big yacht. I think he's okay. <laughs> yeah, he's doing just fine. Man. He's Extended vacation. Yeah. You think if you were a multi-billionaire, you'd you, like? I feel like you you have access. You could just pay someone to cook you the perfect meals nutritionally. You could have the best personal trainer. That's what they do. I, I'd They're like doing say, that I, now. Well, then you got to you look at Elon Musk, and he's you know I guess he's a workaholic. He's man. busy. He's, the he's worried about the the population issues i'll tell you guys this you give me a billion dollars I, I don't look like this anymore yeah <laughs> you're gonna I'm clean unrecognizable. it <laughs> you're gonna clean it up i look like a marvel superhero you know more so than me as a society i think we need to come together this is something else i found out this talking about bezos made me think about it when is when are we gonna have 24-hour stores again so last night when my ac went out i was like i gotta get some fans i couldn't get fans man i had to go i had to go to the office and take some fans we had at the office because you couldn't go buy fans. There's nothing's open after like ten o'clock. I figured we'd be. We'd what, Walmart's not open? I don't think no, so. No. no, man. And that's I, and that's tough because that's, that's like for that's me staffing. personally. That's when I would go to Walmart so you could avoid some of the traditional Walmart pitfalls. Attendees. Yeah, pitfalls. Yeah, you get in there. That. You get in there at like twelve o'clock. Nobody's in there. You've got peace. You've got harmony. As opposed to like six thirty in the afternoon, and you see some real some creatures from uh. Well, it's, not, in there. It's, not, it's not even an option anymore. Like I, I didn't, didn't know it was an option in North Carolina. I've only been down here two years, and it's been infuriating that things close so early. Well, I think it's not. Nah, it used to be. Yeah. Well, see, you came. You came at Pandemic. a when COVID came. Did you yeah. bring COVID with you? <laughs> it's your the fault. World. Yeah. <laughs> what, what? Yeah, there was a time like you needed a fan at ten o'clock. You just go to Walmart, or I mean, and other things would be open too. Walmart was the one that was traditionally open like the whole night, but. Like, are we just not as a society? Like, I, I was mad. I was like, look, I'm an American. I live in America, and I need a fan at 10.01 p.m., and I can't get one. It was mad. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Somebody needs to do something. Yeah, I agree. Let's come together as a society, and let's let's get Walmart back open 24 hours. Back to our original question we were trying to answer. But, yes, Delaware has a, an extensive uh, history of being business-friendly. Their business laws are very well uh, litigated, right? And so they and they have courts that are just special business courts, and so they really cater to the business community. So that's why a lot of uh, folks are, are incorporated in Delaware. And so uh, that was the big story today uh, on the Twitter Elon Musk front is that they were getting fast tracked. They have a program to fast track these type of lawsuits. So that's coming up in October. Um, we spent a lot of time talking about the uh, the Dodds decision and uh, the right to abortion. Uh, right to privacy and and all that. And so I thought it would be interesting to bring up that the House did pass a Marriage Protection Act to protect interracial and same-sex marriage. Um, and that's interesting because, you know, a lot, I think a lot of people are worried that, you know, the, the same logic that was used to protect the right to abortion, uh, it was also used in, in cases that, uh, you know, said every, you have a constitutional right to marry who you want to marry. And so there's some fear there that that those decisions may be revisited or overturned in the next coming couple of years. 
So the House did pass a marriage act with bipartisan support. And there was a quote there that I really liked. So there was an article. I can't remember where I pulled this from, but there was a, uh, you know, why they did this. They want to make sure, you know, they protect these rights. And there was a Republican from South Carolina, Representative Nancy Mace, who had a quote, if gay couples want to be as happily or miserably married as straight couples, more power to them. I thought that was an odd <laughs> quote from Republican out of South Carolina, Representative Nancy Mace. But um, and this is what we were talking about. You know, the Supreme Court didn't make abortion illegal. They just didn't. Again, just it was a big a big thing, but didn't protect it as a constitutional right. The House, the Senate, Congress can always say, hey, this is legal on a federal level. And they have a, our Congress seems to have a hard time doing it. I didn't read about the prospects of this making it through the, the Senate since the Senate's so deadlocked now. I haven't seen either, but it's encouraging that it had bipartisan support in the House. So we'll see. Well, we got a couple more topics to talk to today. So there's a big Skittle lawsuit. That's going to be our next uh, segment when we come back from break. We're coming up against a break. But uh, there's a lawsuit. Uh, someone alleges that Skittle is, Skittles are unfit for human consumption. So we're going to spend some time talking about that lawsuit. Um, I always mispronounce his, mispronounce his name, but we have an update in the what case, Cassandra? The Murdoch murders. The Murdoch murders. So we got an update there. There's been some action there this week. And as always, we got our listener questions to, uh, to end our show. So we got some good listener questions this go around. So that's what we got lined up, Morgan. All right. The outlaw lawyers, Josh Whitaker and Joe Hamer, Whitaker and Hamer Law Firm. They're the managing partners there. Our special guest today, also an attorney at Whitaker and Hamer, Cassandra Nicholas. And we will get into more topics. If you've got a legal situation you are facing and you need answers, I've got a phone number for you. 800-659-1186. That's 800-659-1186. You can always email your questions to the show questions at the outlaw lawyer now if you go to the website uh, make sure you leave your information there as well with that question but also with the phone number it's just briefly what the call is about and an attorney with Whitaker and Hamer will be in touch again that's 800-659-1186 we're going to talk some skittles coming up next on the outlaw lawyers Welcome back into the Outlaw Lawyers. Josh Whitaker and Joe Hamer, managing partners at Whitaker and Hamer Law Firm, practicing attorneys here in North Carolina. In studio today, Cassandra Nicholas, also an attorney with Whitaker and Hamer. Offices located Raleigh, Garner, Clayton, Goldsboro, Fuquay, Verena, and Gastonia. We talk the legalese. You may have a situation you're facing. You can always call and get more information. 800 659 1186. That's 800 800- 659-1186 and leave your contact information briefly what the call is about and an attorney with Whitaker and Hamer will be in touch and you can always email your questions to the program questions at theoutlawlawyer.com all right we're going to talk about rainbows skittles i'm i'm excited what's going on with skittles first of all joseph do you eat skittles when's the last time you had a skittle oh man i hate skittles skittles <laughs> Skittles are probably my least favorite candy. Never resonated with me. Uh, I'm just this edition of the Outlaw guy. Lawyers brought to you by Skittles. <laughs> no, I'm hey, it's nothing against them, man. My kids, I keep them in business. My kids love them. I buy them for the kids. Um, but I've never been a fan, man. Like candy for me, like I like chocolate, I guess. Uh, so like sweet candy, like sweet tart Skittles, Airheads. That's never, it's never really been my thing. I know you can't tell by looking at my unfit body. But uh, I don't eat a lot of sweets like that, Josh. You know, uh, speaking of unfit, I, I, I'm in that club. I am definitely not in peak physical condition. In uh, you know, I've, I I don't know what's up with my TikTok algorithm, but I'll be looking at TikTok, 
And for some reason, I'm getting all these videos of people like me who are who are not super fit getting on stuff like uh, zip lines mainly, right? Zip lines and horses, and people are having to help them on there, right? And, and I feel like as a general rule, if someone's having to help you ride something, like help you get into it, you shouldn't ride it. And I think that is definitely a rule for zip lines uh, and uh, and and horses. I think that's the biggest thing I'm seeing. But I don't know how TikTok decided that's what I wanted to see. Uh, but they feed me a lot of those. I don't know if you guys see those on your. Uh, on your I've I've got I've had zero of those. Zero. <laughs> okay. Zero. Just, just me then. Videos of people having trouble getting on things and riding them. <laughs> yeah, I think our a, algorithms are different. You might be hipper than me. I'm not on TikTok anyway, but the Instagram algorithm. I could feel the judgment in your voice. <laughs> I I fought it for a long time, and then my my one of my kids got on there and started sending me stuff. So are I'm you bu- posting any videos? No. Can we no, go find you? No. He's uh, never going to tell you. No. He's never going to tell you. Maybe it pops up in your algorithm. Maybe if you get, if you get that algorithm that has people struggling to get on things, you're going to see Josh. <laughs> Josh trying to climb a ladder. I saw, I saw this one. It was like three people trying to get this dude on a horse. I was like, maybe you shouldn't be on that horse, man, if it takes like three people to get you on there. How did the horse feel about it? The, well, the yeah. horse, they always fall off. The horse bucks. The zip line breaks. Something happens. And, and so you're just watching dark. videos of people getting injured, man. It's not even people having that. That's that's just injury videos. Yeah. Yeah. I, I You know, in my mind, they didn't get hurt. You know, they're not moving right away. But, I, you know, I figured Look, they man, just got the wind it, knocked out of them. I'm going to make I'm going to tell you, this is a bold claim. But if it takes three people to get you on a horse and you fall off of that horse, you're hurt. Stay down, you know? <laughs> yeah, you're you're injured. That's a that is a, a debilitating injury. Uh, Cassandra, you eat these Skittles, these things called Skittles. I don't. I'm in the same like not a big sweets person camp. If if I have more room, I'm gonna have another plate of nachos versus a dessert. So Morgan Skittles. No. Yeah, I don't either. I, I'm not a big candy guy. I, I like chocolate. Who's keeping these people in I like business? Chocolate. I guess my kids. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we, we we went uh, we we went on a vacation here earlier. Uh, well, I guess it would have been last month by now. But uh, we we always get them something. It's a long ride, right? And we always get the kids something. We're like, hey, what do you want to have in the car? And maybe we'll get some Pepsi or something, you know. And and my, my middle kid, tropical flavored Skittles, huge bag. That's what he wanted. So I had some of those. They weren't terrible. But anyway, a California man has sued in federal court. They have sued Mars Inc., the company that produces and sells Skittles. And they are claiming that the titanium dioxide in the candy makes it unfit for human consumption. And, and to be clear, he is the class representative, but this is a class action lawsuit. Uh, so there's there's a bunch of people that think it's unfit for human consumption. And and so I didn't, you know, there's there's a lot of things I've learned in, in my old age that I shouldn't have eaten. You know, they, they tell you not to do drugs and stuff when you're little and you know, you know, if you drink a lot of alcohol, that has some side effects. If you smoke cigarettes, you know what you're in for. But when you're just innocently eating candy, you don't realize, I think, at a younger age how bad it is for you. But, uh, Cassandra, you did a little research, so you know what titanium dioxide, you know about I, it. I do, a little bit, not very much. <laughs> um, but it's a white coloring, and the the assertion is that it causes genotoxicity, which is damage to DNA that can cause cancer. But oh, the studies God. are pretty. Yeah, you're fine, Joe. It's fine. <laughs> no, man, I'm not. I'll I'll give you my reason why when you're done with your thought. <laughs> this is not the only thing it's in. It's in like soups and sauces and all sorts of. It's in like, powdered donuts, and I'm gonna. Oh, die. I'm sure. <laughs> the studies are relatively limited, uh, but they're they're moving forward anyway. The FDA 
has not banned it. It's totally legal to use in products in the U.S., so I'm not sure what Skittles' responsibility is versus the FDA's. Right, right. If it's legal so to it's be been in it. banned in Europe, but not banned by the FDA. So the EU has said they will be banning it. It's still for sale uh, in the EU. And then the UK, now its own thing post-Brexit, um, decided there's not enough studies and they are not banning it. However, Skittles have already been banned in Sweden and Norway for a while, not due to this ingredient, due to other ingredients <laughs> in it. Uh Primarily due to some colorings, uh, yellow five and six, um, mm. that cause like allergies and hyperactivity in kids. And I've heard some, I've heard things about this yellow five. Yeah, that's the Mountain Dew problem, right? That's the Mountain, the Mountain Dew, Dew one, problem. Right? Yeah. You, you know what they say about Mountain yeah, I, Dew, Josh? It's mm. delicious. And everybody loves it. <laughs> Note to self: sell Skittle stock. <laughs> well, you know, titanium dioxide. It sounds delicious. <laughs> What does it do? What is it? What's the? <laughs> it's, it's genotoxicity, it's white, Josh. White aren't you listening? No, but what is it? Why do they even? What's the advantage of even? You want to know what it's in, Josh? It's in confectionery, pastries, cake decorations, toothpaste, all of your favorite things. What's it supposed to do? What's the advantage? Why even have it if it? Uh, it makes them prettier. Um, yeah, it just makes. It's just a white coloring agent. You want to make it just. It's a. It's an agent of color. I saw this. Right? I saw this yesterday. I haven't. I want to. I want to get on the. You know the the. I want to get on Pacer. I want to get on the federal. I want to pull down the complaint. I want to see the, the legal reasoning behind it. Because yes, if the FDA says it's all right, you know how can you hold, you know Mars negligent or or culpable or responsible for using it? So I do believe that part of it is that. The Mars company, the Skittles company, has been representing since 2016, so for the last six years, that they would be removing this from their product. So people have, in the meantime, believed that it's either going to be removed or has already been removed, but they still have not done it. And they, like, purportedly hide it in their ingredient list. (laughs) I've never looked at the ingredient list for Skittles, but I bet it's alarming just before this story. When you're eating candy, like... No one thinks they're taking vitamins. Like yeah. I don't think anybody's eating <laughs> any candy thinking like, wow, this is yeah, this is good for me. Pure this is gonna help sugar. me out. Pure like I think you have to assume you're, you're killing yourself slowly. Look, I was at the I was uh, side sidebar here, but I was at the lake and uh, I was getting some sodas for the kids and uh I, they had Mountain Dew, right? They have Mountain Dew, but they have all these different flavors of Mountain Dew. You know, I know they got like the code red and all that stuff that's been around for a while, but they have all these new flavors. Have you seen those? Yeah, yeah, I've seen some of them. I'm not a big Mountain Dew the, aficionado because, again, the, the, there's a the, spicy the one scare right around it, it got me. So, so my kids bought all the – we bought all the flavors. So there was like a gold that's like got a mango, mm-hmm. pineapple thing, and then there's like a hot sauce one. And then there was like there was like three or four. Yeah, it's a Flamin' Hot Cheetos one. Yeah, one of them. that's mm-hmm. right. And they had like a little taste test, right? And they set up a little <laughs> taste test. Uh, but I, I just the didn't TikTok want – The TikTok taste test where you can't see them with the straws in them and they have to guess? I didn't know what it was, but yeah, they on TikTok. <laughs> they did. I haven't. That didn't come up in my feed. <laughs> the uh, but anyway, was someone choking to death on <laughs> no, the taste test. No, no. I'm sure, that's going to be a shock. No, algorithm. it's only people who like me are unfit who are being loaded onto rides and things. 
that's that they probably shouldn't be in. Well, there's other stuff, but that's How like many of those TikTok's videos just warning be? you. Yeah, I get some animal uh, videos too. Somebody was uh, giving their guinea pig a haircut. I get that one. I don't know the rhyme or reason. Well, we know where you're spending your time, Josh, because the algorithm's throwing it at you. Look, you know, they what are you searching on Google to get a yeah. guinea pig haircut? <laughs> I get a lot of golf videos. Look, my kids. Are, I feel good about that. My kids are googling stuff too. You know, it's not just ah, me. Ah, okay. blaming right. on the kids. <laughs> I think you, I think that's a warning to you, man. Your kids might be setting you up to put you on. <laughs> that could be a clue. The uh, anyway, this lawsuit, it, it, like I said, I hadn't been able to really research it. It came up. It, uh, I, it is a class action. It you know these things are usually class actions don't happen overnight. There's some thought. There's some process there. So I don't think this one will be going away. But we'll see. We'll kind of keep our eye on it. it. I don't know if it'll make the news again. This is the kind of thing that you know companies they say no publicity is bad publicity but your product being unfit for human consumption is probably not the best uh, but they'll i'm sure they'll find a way to settle this one or put it to bed but we'll we'll keep an eye on it anyway outlaw lawyers we are talking all legalese and some fun obviously skittles we got a little bit off track there but that's a lot of fun josh whitaker and joe hamer are the outlaw lawyers our special guest in studio today is cassandra nicholas also an attorney with whitaker and hamer and she brought the skittles knowledge today and uh, we want to remind you too that josh and joe are managing partners of the firm and practicing attorneys here in North Carolina. Offices located in Raleigh, Garner, Clayton, Goldsboro, Fuquay, Verena, and Gastonia. If you've got a legal question of your own and you need an answer, I've got a number for you, 800-659-1186. That's 800-659-1186. Leave your contact info, briefly what the call is about, and an attorney will be in touch with you from Whitaker and Hamer. And you can always email your questions to the program. We'll answer them on a future program. Questions at theoutlawlawyer.com. When we come back... Murdoch update. It is a made-for-TV movie, uh, but we won't. Well, basically it is. And we'll talk about that coming up next on The Outlaw Liars. The Outlaw Lawyers, Josh Whitaker and Joe Hamer, your hosts. They are managing partners at Whitaker and Hamer Law Firm, offices in Raleigh, Garner, Clayton, Goldsboro, Fuquay, Verena, and Gastonia. They are practicing attorneys here in the great state of North Carolina. Our special in-studio guest is Cassandra Nicholas. She is also an attorney at Whitaker and Hamer. We move from Skittles to the Murdoch case, and this, again, is just, it, it is made for, we're going to see some kind of TV show out of this, but I can't wait to get the update. Before we get there, Morgan, I'm still stuck on this candy, our Skittles debate here. I was just reading that some other candies don't rely on the, what is it, titanium dioxide. Mm-hmm. So they got a list here of candies that are brightly colored but don't rely on the titanium dioxide to get that effect. But one of them was was Nerds. And I remember mm-hmm. as a kid when Nerds, because Nerds haven't always been around, right? I remember when I was a kid, Nerds was, were new. It was a new candy. And who would have thought Nerds would still be around? They're great. If I was going to eat a candy, it'd be Nerds way before Skittles. Joseph? Josh, I'm not a Nerds guy. Nerds fall into the same category as Skittles for me, where they are a sweet candy that doesn't have chocolate in it. And uh, But again, my kids, man, my kids love the Nerds. Big fan of the Nerds, the Nerds ropes, pretty much any type of Nerds. So we, we buy a lot of them. I just don't eat them. Do your kids, when they get, uh, we, uh, this made me think about uh, Pop Rocks. Do your kids, do you ever get those free kids, Pop Rocks? Uh, occasionally do they just do they eat them or do they just put them in stuff no nah, they put them in their mouth that's uh, where you're supposed to put them josh uh, my kids get them and again i think social media has conditioned them to where they get them they put them in like soda or they put them in stuff because they want to see a 
You're supposed to do something. Chemical reaction. Yeah. Do something. Explosion, yeah. maybe. You get that in your mouth, too, though, man. It, it's, a, it's a very satisfying pop. Like, my kids yeah. are very irresponsible when they get candy. They don't get candy a lot. And they're very, they're very excited when it happens. Yeah, Learn my from kids, your man, you give them some candy. They got no moderation. They're going to blow it out. And then they're going to. They're going to drive you crazy for the next however long that sugar rush lasts. We got one kid. We have to hide his candy. He is not responsible enough. And by response, I mean, like, even on a kid level with candy, he is not responsible enough. So he is uh, given the amount of candy it's acceptable for him to eat. And then we have to super duper hide it from him. So nice. The uh, but anyway. What's this guy's name? Alec Murdoch. Murdoch. I cannot <laughs> I cannot call him Murdoch the way his name spelled. Uh, but for a while there, that's all you heard about. This guy's uh, was on every criminal podcast. He was in in every uh, every every news outlet was was covering him. Um, a lot including of, this podcast, episode twenty nine, <laughs> hosted on wh lawyer. It's not. It's one of our older episodes, so it's not on our YouTube channel. Which is you that the real find. episode number? And you knew that. <laughs> Uh, I might have looked ahead of time. <laughs> <You're> amazing <laughs> research, research. That's what this show desperately. You've clearly means. been consuming a lot of titanium dioxide. <laughs> Your brain is operating at full capacity. So we spent a lot of time talking because it's fascinating. You know, this is the kind of story. This is a this is an attorney, a millionaire uh, attorney uh, in in a town where his family had been prominent for a long time, and his kind of fall from grace when you when you look at it in contrast and and the crimes that he's accused of are kind of spectacular in nature and certainly draws people's attention so this was under the microscope for a long time uh, it's been a little bit quiet on that front for a while but uh this week uh he got new charges what did he get charged with cassandra he was finally indicted with the murders of both his son and wife from last summer. He's been in jail since last October on a bunch of other like financial crimes, right. but this is the first like like vicious, dangerous thing he's been really charged with. And you may know this Cassandra. I, I was trying to look into it and I didn't find it before it was time to get on the get on the radio, get on the mic here, but uh they got a murder weapon. They got, I mean, they've got bodies, I guess. They found the bodies, but they, I don't know what yeah. the theory, and, and then I guess that's part of the thing. The, the the prosecutor bringing the charges has been very quiet on any new evidence or anything that's come to light since that, you know, because uh, this happened, I mean, this is a year ago. Mm -hmm. June 2021 is so, when they were murdered. I don't believe they have the murder weapons. They do know that two separate weapons were used, um, which I think, think is one of the reasons it took so long to narrow it down to actually charging Alec with the murders. Um, but he did have gun residue on his hands. And then the newer evidence that I've heard is also um, high velocity, like blood spray on his clothes, suggesting uh. he was like nearby when they were shot, whether it was him or not. Um, so he was finally indicted. Interestingly, his attorneys that are representing him on these charges were his son, Paul, his murdered son, Paul's attorneys related to a boating accident where he was driving and a passenger died. So that's an interesting potential conflict where his attorneys are representing him in the murder of their former client. Oh, uh, yeah. Man, I thought you were going to stop at murdered son and say his murdered son was his attorney, like the ghost <laughs> of this murdered kid. And that would have been a really interesting story. His living son is in law school or trying to get back into law school. Oh, a kid better watch out, man. So Murdoch. Murdoch. Yes. Murdoch. I'm just going to start spelling it Murdoch. <laughs> so Murdoch is, uh, you know, he's 
I don't know what he's really admitted to at this point in his his other crimes, or if he's admitted to anything. I think they, there was some. Anyway, he's he's constantly proclaimed his innocence in these murders. Yeah, his attorneys the entire time have said that he's got an ironclad alibi. Um, but now there's also video from his son Paul's phone from that evening of them just like joking around. But the timestamp on the video shows that. He was definitely there with them. So holes being poked in, in that ironclad alibi. So he's, I mean, he's been in jail. This, so today, I think today uh, we're in the studio on Wednesday. I think today is a, is a, a bond hearing. I believe so. Yeah. And he's already in prison. He's already being held on his 70 plus other charges. Yeah. I think it's over 80 now. Oh, and so and these new charges, there's a bond hearing. And then we were just talking before we went on again, this, this is something that just happened in the past day or so, but we we didn't hear, or I'm, I'm not sure if they're seeking the death penalty as part of this or, or not. Yeah, it is definitely available. We don't know yet if they will be seeking it, um, but that'll be an interesting situation too. So if it was just one murder unrelated to any other crimes, the death penalty wouldn't necessarily be available, but it's two murders, um, and they may be part of some larger scheme because he was implicated in other crimes at the time. Um, so it could be a capital murder where the death penalty is available, but no one has been executed in South Carolina since 2011 because the, the lethal injection drugs haven't been available. Uh, but just last year they have made in South Carolina, the electric chair, the default option for executions in South Carolina they have also made firing squad available. They haven't yet used either one, but this is way down the road for the Murdoch right. case. Uh, but those are interesting possibilities. Uh, Which one of those do you pick, Josh? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, it you, seems so. You know, I have a big, I have a big problem. Just, uh, just from a professional standpoint, I have a big problem. I don't think the state really should be able to execute anyone because you know you give the state you give the government that kind of power and it, it they're going to do something wrong with it right i mean it's it's a hard it's a hard thing to come to grips with with me for me personally i understand that it is an option in a lot of states um south carolina now I'll, I'll tell you all the attorneys that are talking today on our show are licensed in north carolina uh we are not licensed in in south carolina so the south carolina uh law that me and cassandra and joe are talking about are just what we've been able to glean from the the reports and, and kind of what's going on. Um, but yeah, firing squad or electric chair. I don't like the, I don't like having to choose between those two. I, I can't imagine firing squad is, is the one I'd pick though. I don't know if I'm looking at a menu, I'm thinking about steak, potato. That's what I want to do. I don't want to have to pick on, on how I'm going out. That would be awful. Joe, where'd you land on that? Uh, not committing a capital crime. Right. Hey, that's, that's where I landed on it. Well, that's goal it, one, right? That's if it came down to it, if it came down to it between firing squad and electric chair, oh man. Um, fire, firing squad. Maybe, maybe that's quicker. I don't know. I don't know, man. They both suck really bad. I, inject me to take your time. Get the, get what's needed to inject me and give me that one. I think that's the one you take. If you've got the choice. It, it, it's just so bizarre, you know, I, it, some of the things that are going on, again, no matter what kind of what side of the political spectrum you fall on, no matter what, what you believe, <laughs> things are things are, you know, we've got 
you can't get lethal inject you can't get lethally injected anymore. That seems weird. And Walmart, yeah, why can't we just Walmart we is only somebody and just suffocate him? Like I don't know, isn't that better? Walmart is only open for about twelve hours a day. I feel like I feel like we're what taking is the state of this country. <laughs> yeah. I feel like That's... well, I think I, I feel like things are changing for the for the worse. Um, but anyway, this one this one will continue to be a national story. This will be one that continues to have people talking. And at some point, he's not pleading guilty to any of this stuff. So at some point, there's going to be a, a trial. I might have to take a field trip. (laughs) The courthouse is only three hours away. (laughs) However, I don't actually know where this one will be done because all of his other like financial crimes and everything have been handled by the state, the South Carolina state attorney general, because of his like close ties to the solicitor's office in the county that I don't remember the name of. Right. Um, But interestingly, the grand jury for these murder charges was the county grand jury, not the state grand jury. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's tough when you're, I mean, he was, his, him and his family were well connected. Um, and so that it's, it's been, it's been interesting to see how all the conflicts take place. You know, his family's related to a lot of prosecutors, a lot of DAs, a lot of solicitors. And so um, I'm sure that's been, uh, that's been interesting to watch that unfold, but there's going to be a trial, one heck of a trial uh, trials at some point. Cause he's not, he's not pleading guilty. Yeah. Um, but anyway, we'll keep you up to date as things uh, things move on that one. The Outlaw Liars, Josh Whitaker and Joe Hamer. You can find them at Whitaker and Hamer Law Firm. They have offices in Raleigh, Garner, Clayton, Goldsboro, Fuquay, Verena, and Gastonia. They're the managing partners of the firm. They're practicing attorneys here in North Carolina. And again, our special in-studio guest this week, Cassandra Nicholas, also an attorney with Whitaker and Hamer. So we move from Alex Murdoch. Uh, we've got listener questions And I look forward to these. And again, that's coming up next on The Outlaw Lawyer. If you've got a legal situation that you are facing, you can always give the firm a call. 800-659-1186. That's 800-659-1186. Leave your contact information, briefly what the call is about. And an attorney with Whitaker and Hamer will be in touch. And you can email your questions to the program. Again, questions at theoutlawlawyer.com. And we will answer those on a future uh, episode here of The Outlaw Lawyer. And you can always visit the website, the outlawlawyer.com. We're back on the other side right after this. Welcome back into the Outlaw Lawyers. Josh Whitaker and Joe Hamer, your host. You can find them at Whitaker and Hamer Law Firm. They're the managing partners there, practicing attorneys here in North Carolina. Offices conveniently located in Raleigh, Garner, Clayton, Goldsboro, Fuquay, Verena, and Gastonia. Our special guest in studio, Cassandra Nicholas, also an attorney with Whitaker and Hamer. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate, and we start with a listener question. So, one of the good things about this show is, is that we we try to encourage our listeners to call in. Um, I talk to a lot of our listeners, uh, try to give them a, a little bit of direction. Uh, you know, obviously, if the firm can help them, uh, certainly let them know that. If if, uh, if but if there's any general advice I can give to to get one of our listeners going in the right directions, I always try to, to try to do that. And so uh, I did talk to a listener or, or two the past week or so, and uh, again, I like to take some of these fact patterns because if a, if it's bothering a listener. If it's something a listener is having to deal with, I, I assume there's probably other people that have to deal with the same situation. So I like to kind of take names out of it, change up the facts, and, and just use these as, as listener questions that we can talk about on the show uh, to see if it might, our discussion might aid uh, some, some, some others. So 
we have a we have a listener question today, and and the way I phrase this is uh, my longtime partner. I'm using the word partner because because uh, in this situation, our fact pattern, well, we've got two folks living together. They were not married, so we don't have a we don't have a married couple here. So I've got my longtime partner passed away unexpectedly. My partner did not have a will, did not have an estate plan. I can't access their accounts anymore, and they had a car in just their name. Uh, what should I do? And so in our fact pattern here, uh, we have a, you know, we'll just say we have a, a boyfriend and a girlfriend who have uh, cohabitated, lived together for a long time, you know, shared expenses, uh, mortgages, uh, bills, but had accounts in their sole name. Um, had vehicles in their sole name, right? So they hadn't they hadn't joined uh, the household together. And here we have no estate plan. And so in our fact pattern, our 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 person posing this question to us, they they need access to 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 these accounts, and um, in theory, going to have to get the car retitled or or what have you. Uh, Cassandra works on a lot of uh, estate. We'd call this estate administration, right? If we do some estate planning. Uh, before you pass away, help you with your will. That's that's helping you estate plan. Uh, once you're gone, though, we work with your heirs uh, on estate administration, right? Putting that plan into effect. And Cassandra helps us a lot at the firm with estate administration. This person comes to you, Cassandra. Oh, what do you got for them? Well, not the greatest news. <laughs> right. It It is a difficult spot because an unmarried partner doesn't necessarily have legal standing uh, as far as intestacy goes in North Carolina, a so heirs of a person would first be their children. So if their partner had any children, those are the legal heirs. If they did not have children but do have one or both living parents, then the parents are the living heirs. If they don't have living children or parents, then their siblings are the living heirs. And then it goes out further than that if you still don't have any um, of those blood relations. So you'd first have to determine who the actual living heirs are, and hopefully this longtime partner gets along with whoever that is, because the legal heirs are really in the driver's seat when it comes to dealing with estate administration um, in an intestacy situation, where there's not a will, is what intestacy yeah, so Cassandra's using a lot of fancy legal Sorry. words. She sounds very, she sounds much lawyery than me and Joseph. But, but yeah, so when you pass away, when you pass away and you have a will, you have an estate plan. Uh, what's the legal word there? When you have a will, intestate. Oh, with a will is testate. Testate. Right. Intestate is without. That's right. You die with. Would you pass away? You die without an estate plan. Without a will, it's intestacy. And so, if you die with a will, then we just look at your will, right? We go down to the courthouse and say. Hey, Josh didn't make it. He fell off a zip line <laughs> in an unfortunate zip lining accident. And uh, he wants everything to go to his wife. He wants some things in trust for his kids. He wants to make sure his best friend from kindergarten, uh, you know, gets his original Nintendo, whatever it may be. Um, the will just tells us and everybody's fine with that. You know, we don't care about the laws of North Carolina to, you know, the intestacy doesn't come in. We're just going to follow the instructions in your will. Now, if there's something wrong in the will, You've left something to someone who's died, then we, you know, who's not alive. You know, we got to do some, we got to do some uh, statute reading and figure out what's going to happen. But, but you can direct your estate any way you want to in your will. Um, here, of course, we didn't have a will, so we're stuck with what the laws of North Carolina say should happen. And in in the and in defense of the 
intestacy laws, their object is trying to get things to your natural heirs, right? So in the absence of a will, North Carolina wants things to go to your kids. If you have kids, of course, your, your spouse is in there. If you're married, um, if they're not around, then it's going to go back up to your parents. If they're, if they're around, if not, it's going to go to siblings, but the law in the absence of a will, in the absence of your estate plan, it's going to try to get things to where most people maybe would want them to go. But yeah, if you are cohabitating, uh, not married, there's no common law marriage in North Carolina and there's nothing like that. Um, so you're, you're not in a good spot. So the person asking this question, uh, we, you know, we, we don't have a lot of good, good news for them. Um, and I made a note here, you know, renouncing doesn't really work. Right. So even if you, let's say in this situation, there's a brother and a sister, right? We don't have any kids. Uh, parents aren't alive. There's a brother and a sister, even if they don't want the stuff, right? Even if they don't want to be heirs, them renouncing doesn't get it to the partner. Um, they're, they're really, they're really in charge of this and they're going to have to be involved, I guess is the easiest way to say it. Yeah, essentially they can renounce their right to be the administrator. If an estate does need to be opened with the county clerk. Um, but even then that just gives the longtime partner the opportunity to kind of handle the things, but it doesn't get like a bank account into the hands of the long-term partner to use as they want or need. So there are two issues. It's the bank accounts and the vehicles. Vehicles in North Carolina, you, if they are kind of a lower value, if they're under $5,000 of value, you can get a DMV form um, and transfer ownership of those without having to open an estate at all. Mm-hmm. It would still have to be to an heir. <laughs> so right. whoever that heir is would then get a type, get it into their name and then sign it back over to the partner if they choose to do so. I think there's uh, I think there's maybe a, a, a some people uh, still hold this view that where, you know, you have to have a lot of stuff to justify the time or maybe the expense of having an estate plan, having a will. Uh, but that's not the case. You know, if you if you pass away and you've got a car and you got some bank accounts, um, you know, even if your estate's not three million dollars or, or whatever it may be, y- your heirs who who may depend on you are going to have some trouble um, getting to that stuff if if an estate plan is not in place. And so there's a lot of things you can do. There's a lot of things to think about. And obviously, the more the more assets you have, the more people who depend on you, the more important it is to have. Uh, an estate plan because once you're gone, you may not be around to worry about it. Uh, but your your family, your heirs, again, the people that depend on you, uh, are going to have a tough time. We're going to have to come sit down with me or Cassandra or Joseph and and try to figure out. All right, what's the what's the easiest way to proceed at this point and to get things to where they need to go? But here, uh, yeah, an estate plan would have would have prevented this. No one expects to pass away unexpectedly. Um, but it's it's just something you get to a certain age. It's just something you gotta you gotta take care of because it can get kind of it can be difficult. And in the alternative to a will, or in addition to a will, even um, you can avoid having to open an estate with a county clerk by having someone else's name on all of your assets. So if this vehicle that we're discussing had already been owned jointly, if there were two names on the title, joint with right of survivorship, nothing needs to be done at all. It is automatically owned by the other person on the title at the passing of the first person. Um, Same with the bank accounts. If they had added someone 
jointly on those accounts. Those automatically pass without anything else needing to be done. So setting up your loved ones for the least inconvenience possible is a really kind thing to do in your life. And in my in my old age, I, I think about that. Anytime we're we're about to we're we've been trying to buy a car for a while, they're hard to find right now. But anytime you buy something, you know, getting it getting it titled in, in you and your spouse or you and your partner's name or you and a child's name, uh, you know, like when you do set up bank accounts, making sure they have, you know, payable on death beneficiaries or they're jointly held. Uh, there's a lot of things you can do without sitting down with an attorney to try to, like you said, Cassandra, to try to make it easier uh, when that time, when that time does come. But th- that's an, ex- this is an example of a, of a, a tough spot to be in. And, um, not a lot of, not a lot of good advice to give after the fact, but definitely uh, a learning experience that maybe others can benefit from. The outlaw lawyers, Josh Whitaker and Joe Hamer, Whitaker and Hamer law firm, where you can find them. They're the managing partners. there, practicing attorneys here in North Carolina. Our special guest on in studio, Cassandra Nicholas, also an attorney at Whitaker and Hamer. They have offices conveniently located in Raleigh, Garner, Clayton, Goldsboro, Fuquay, Verena, and Gastonia. If you've got a legal situation you are facing, you've got questions, give us a call, 800-659-1186. That's 800-659-1186. Leave your contact info, briefly what that call is about, and an attorney with Whitaker and Hamer will be in touch. And you can always email your questions to the program. That's questions at theoutlawlawyer.com, and we'll answer those on a future program. And always check out the website, theoutlawlawyer.com. We're back to wrap this one up right after this. Welcome back into the final segment of the Outlaw Lawyers. Josh Whitaker and Joe Hamer, managing attorneys at Whitaker and Hamer Law Firm, practicing attorneys here in the great state of North Carolina. Offices conveniently located Raleigh, Garner, Clayton, Goldsboro, Fuquay, Verena, and Gastonia. And our special guest in studio here is Cassandra Nicholas, also an attorney with Whitaker and Hamer. Closing up the show, Josh. Yeah, I had a had an update or two I wanted to share. I saw uh, I saw on at least local media outlets the I don't know if you guys remember about a year ago. All me and Joe could talk about were uh, spitting cobras. There was a zebra cobra on the loose in North Raleigh, and thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people watched on uh, on on local media as uh, city employees approached a house where we thought the zebra cobra may be. Um, so someone had an exotic pet. I uh, got away and it it <laughs> haunted North Raleigh for a couple of days anyway. Uh, this little eight inch, nine inch cobra that was out there on the loose. Um, we hadn't talked about it in a long time. Uh, Chris Gifford uh, was the it was the young man who's now 22. He was the young man who had a uh, exotic snake collection that made him. I feel like this is the most we ever talked about TikTok on one of our shows. <laughs> But but he was a uh, a TikTok. Would you say star, Cassandra? I don't know what the threshold for that is. I, Just a TikTok guy, man. I don't know a trending a TikTok star. Trending, uh, a trending snake handler TikToker with a hundred. Big in the snake reptile community of TikTok. That's <laughs> exactly. It's a it's a subset of TikTok famous. He has one hundred ten thousand followers on TikTok, so it's not not nothing. More than I've got, right? Um, and six million views on his TikToks. So he would, he would. Uh, I, I think, if I recall correctly, he would, he would let them go in his backyard. He would kind of film them, and and that was kind of his. He was creating. That was how he was creating content, you know. And so one got away, and so he, he's kind of shown up to apologize. You know, he had 
40 misdemeanor charges. I think, I can't remember what he pled to, but it was a reduced amount that he pled to and he lost his snakes and his 75 of them. He had to surrender 75 snakes. Yeah. Yuck. And, uh, and then he had to pay some fines and, and what have you, but you know, that's a year in the past. So he, he's coming forward now to apologize and, um, looks like he's prohibited from owning snakes again, uh, until maybe I think it was August. And so it looks like he intends to maybe, uh, venture back into the the snake ownership uh platform uh when that watch out raleigh yeah yeah you know i got a somebody local made a uh i guess it was kind of off dodgeball but they made a north raleigh spitting cobras uh (laughs) t-shirt that was kind of like a dodgeball reference and i got one but it doesn't fit me anymore (laughs) (laughs) but it was a nice shirt i liked it um i bet you can fit into it I can. I can I can get in there. It may there. not fit you comfortably, but it, it'll get on your body. So, guys, in, in this situation, if you're in a, uh, you know, you, you've been irresponsible with snakes, do you have to register as an irresponsible snake owner for future? Because if I lived in a neighborhood and I knew somebody had 75 snakes in their house, I'd have a problem. I remember talking about it because I think the statute, I think the, I think on the state level, I think the statute was changed a little bit because I think that's one of the things we did on the show back then is we looked at the statute and it was, it was, we, we thought at the time was severely lacking. Didn't have a lot of uh, penalty unless someone died from your, from the exotic animal that, that got away. Um, But I I remember there being some changes to it and I honestly didn't have time to look at it before we got on the air. But uh, no, I, I think there is a registration type requirement now, but I'll have to look at that, Morgan. I don't. I don't recall what they changed, but yeah, it's something you'd want to know, right? <laughs> if your neighbor was harboring 75 poisonous snakes. I don't think there's a map. <laughs> <laughs> there's not a app you it. can download. Yeah. <laughs> the, in other North Carolina legal news though, there was a, a case. Uh, and again, we're, we're bouncing back between state court and federal court, but there was a case uh, in the fourth circuit court of appeals, which is federal and it includes the state of North Carolina. Uh, but there was a, a case where a charter school, uh, was had a dress code that required girls to wear skirts, and that was being challenged um, and was uh, on appeal. And that decision came down, and in, in the court, um, Cassandra, my understanding is the court found that you can't do that. That is a equal protection, probably a Title Nine yeah, violation. Title Nine violation, uh, gender based discrimination. The court ruled ten to six. I'm actually surprised that it was. I mean, it's not closely split, but there were six yeah. people that said, yeah, you can force girls to <laughs> yeah. wear skirts. And and so, you know, that's a charter school. So charter schools in here, they talked about how a charter school gets its authority from the state. It's a state actor, similar to what a public school, right? Uh, just a normal public school would be. And yeah, it seems cut and dry to me. Um, but that was, that was a, that was a case that came down too. I feel like we had another case that came down, but um, sadly, I see that we're out of time. The Outlaw Lawyers, Josh Whitaker and Joe Hamer. Again, you can find them at Whitaker and Hamer Law Firm Managing Partners. They're also our special guest and attorney at Whitaker and Hamer, Cassandra Nicholas, in studio with us today. If you've got a legal situation that you are facing and you have questions, you can always call the firm, 800-659-1186. That's 800-659-1186. Leave your contact information. Briefly, what that call's about, an attorney with Whitaker and Hamer will be in touch. You can always send your questions to the program. Email them, questions at theoutlawlawyer.com, and we will answer those on a future episode. Another one is in the books. We'll see you on the radio next week. This is The Outlaw Lawyers. Outlaw Lawyers.
Chambers, hosted by an attorney licensed to practice law in North Carolina. Some of the guests appearing on this show may be licensed North Carolina attorneys. Discussion of this show is meant to be general in nature, and in no way should the discussion be interpreted as legal advice. Legal advice can only be rendered once an attorney, licensed in the state in which you live, had the opportunity to discuss the facts of your case with you. The attorneys appearing on the show are speaking in generalities about the law in North Carolina and how these laws affect the average North Carolinian. If you have any questions about the content of the show, contact us directly.